This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of b12 vitamin c vitamin d and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive that's bcboost.com bcboost.com hi kevin mccullough we've got a big show for you today it is a brand new start of a week and uh stay with us Here we go. 
confusion and pursuing clarity. Kevin Coming up, we will have the expertise of one General Jack Keane on all things uh, foreign policy and national security related. Bernie Carrick with some law enforcement thoughts on what's going down at the White House. And before we're done, a look at the markets with the queen of money herself, uh, Hillary Kramer, the uh, millionaire maker here with us. Stay tuned. All right, Kevin McCullough, really glad to be with you. It was a very interesting weekend following another very interesting week. Uh, and and I continue to kind of ruminate over the, um, over the goings-ons at the White House. This has really bothered me. And I, I, I think I'm getting a better feeling for why it's bothered me, but it kind of annoyed me how much it bothered me at first uh, because I – I didn't think that it was as big of a deal as I now think that it is that uh, that someone brought cocaine into the White House and that now, curiously, nobody seems to be interested in finding out who it was. Um, And this is this this is just some of my thoughts. They've desecrated a sacred space. Who's they? Uh, The Bidens. The Bidens have desecrated a space that has been revered and uh, protected and respected by Americans ever since it came into being. And there's simply no other way of putting it. The frat boys in the White House have had a busy year. And I, I'm not calling anyone in particular the frat boys. I'm just saying whatever frat boys that are there, the, the frat boys have had a party. They broke the code on propriety when it came to the flag. They broke the code on human decency by bearing body parts on the White House lawn. They've broken the law by allowing someone to enter the most secure area of the most secure building in the most secure country with bags of weed and cocaine. And we've only, we're only midway through July right now. This has all happened in this year. You might not have noticed, but during pride celebrations at the White House this last um, month, uh, the Biden White House violated the flag standards in a couple of ways. Number one, they did not keep the American flag in its position of prominence while being displayed, which is the law of the land. We're not supposed to fly another flag above the American flag. We're not supposed to in any way diminish the prominence of the American flag when they, when it is uh, seen with other flags. And they did that. There's a reason that the American flag is, is, is at the top of every flagpole. Literally, it is to state to the world around us that in the United States, we are not subject to a king or a government or anyone else, that we are our own self-determining United States. We're not subject to any single human entity or government or foreign power. We are grateful for the liberties and blessings that we get, and we demonstrate that by making the flag the unifying symbol of our nation. That's why when you see at your local um, you know, city hall, it's the American flag first and then the state flag under that and then the city flag under that. It's the it's the order in which uh, order of importance and loyalty to which uh, Americans hold. 
their their loyalty. But in Joe Biden White House in 2023, Team Biden dispensed with the idea of making the American flag the prominent flag and flew the transgender rainbow pride flag most prominently uh, from their pride events. So they gave it it was twice as big, flew it from the most prominent standpoint and then subjected the American flags to be smaller and off to the side away from it. This is flag standard anathema. Flag standard also calls for the flag to be flown in a specific manner so as to allow the stars to appear in the top left corner. Team Biden flew them in the top right during Pride. In other words, when they were hanging, they should have hung the stars in the top left corner, and instead they hung them in the top right corner. I know this is a thing because I've been guilty of making the same mistake in the past, and I offended people by doing it, and I had to apologize for offending them, and I had to learn how to do it the right way. During the same weekend, the president, that the same weekend that flew the flag in that manner, the, the, the weekend of Pride celebration, the president hosted drag queens and gender-altered people to swarm the grounds. He allowed them to, to come and be part uh, on the lawn, but their backsides were hanging out of their britches. They had some unsightly bulges in places, and there were actually bare breasts flying around the White House lawn, posing for selfies with the commander-in-chief. It was a pornographic, mortifying embarrassment for the vast majority of Americans that witnessed it. It was, it was, it was not just distasteful. It was, it was embarrassing. And that brings us to the latest unsolved mystery. Now, the cocaine in the White House. Who done it? Who done it? Now, the Secret Service, who is the most legendary law enforcement security force on planet Earth, announced last week that they couldn't find a culprit in the drug caper. In the most secure area, the most secure building on planet Earth, they couldn't find out who did it. No one believes them. I don't believe them. Every law enforcement person I've spoken to doesn't believe them. Uh, reporters don't believe them. Reporters that go into the White House to cover the White House know the hoops that they have to jump through just to get their laptops in on a daily basis to do their job. Staffers at the White House don't believe the statement that was put out. They know what areas of the White House are used by the public and part of the tour and those that aren't. And where it was found was not part of the tour. And the people don't believe them. The people that visit the White House have to go through clearances and they have to have documents and there's a pile of red tape just to go visit the White House. To learn this week that there was not only cocaine in the residence in the last couple of weeks, but that in recent months there's been multiple bags of weed there as well. Nobody's buying this. Friends, there's one very important fact to remember. There is one addict who spends a lot of time in the president's inner circle. There's one addict that has access to the president 24 hours a day. There's one addict that has access to the rooms where this uh, cocaine was found. The, he was even caught, spotted, wiping stuff from his nose on the White House balcony in a viral video that was from either July 4th or, or something recently. But they were out on the balcony and... <laughs> He's, he's clearing something off the upper lip there. This same addict wrote a memoir about his drug abuse. 
We have a laptop that documents his use of cocaine and other drugs in pursuing very tawdry and distasteful sex things with questionably aged girls, some of whom might even be related to him. The Bidens have made the people's house, the the parsonage, if you will, that we give our public servant, they've given it a humiliating desecration. And when you consider the weighty things that go on there, presidents like FDR, presidents like George W. Bush, presidents that have to weigh, do we send America's boys and girls into battle? And in FDR and in George Bush's case, I think they probably both on some level prayed that that God would give them wisdom in what to do. But this is not a place that's just, you know, it's not a frat house. This is the White House. This is the place where very sobering decisions have to be made. And I'm sorry, but when sobering reality meets the girl groping president and his coke fiend shakedown artist child abandoning son who always is up for a line or two, the disrespect, the dishonor, the genuine shame... And if any of our other administrations had taken this approach, I'd be equally disappointed. It doesn't matter that it's a certain party or a certain. This is just this is just bad. And we have to speak up. The people's house needs to be respected. And we at least we at least need to respect the law and obey the law in the White House. And get to the bottom of the situations where people have it. That's my thought. Coming up next, General Jack Keane joins me to talk all things military, Ukraine, and global conflict. Stay with us. Hi there, it's me, your favorite president, 45. And me, the senator from Delaware. No, Joe, you're not a senator. Oh, what the... Anyway, we just wanted to congratulate two radio stations on having the smarts to bring that Kevin show to their weekend audiences. Well, I don't really like that Kevin show. I know, Joe, but it's my favorite. So thank you to the great radio station KKTX in Corpus Christi. And WHIR in Lexington and Danville, Kentucky. And you can always check out the highlights at That Kevin Show on Instagram and YouTube and commercial-free versions of the whole thing on Rumble. I love Rumble. So are we done yet? Hey, hey, Don, have you seen um, Hunter's bag of, of, of powdered sugar? No, Joe, but I heard he may have left it behind in the library. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. 
We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief, and then they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy. Uh, it's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms. Uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around. Stay protected by getting your own BC Boost with BC Boost. Go to bcboost.com. That's bcboost.com. bcboost.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. 
All right, Kevin McCullough, we continue on a busy Monday, and I'm very honored to have my next guest, who is uh, very, very busy, but he's often willing to come and share his insights with us here at Kevin McCullough Radio. General Jack Keene is a retired four-star general. He's the chairman of the Institute for the Study of War, and of course, he's the Fox News senior strategic analyst when it comes to all things military and uh, global warfare. General, it's always good to have you. Thanks for being back. Yeah, delighted to talk to you, and. And your audience. This this last week, uh, the president pulled up uh, 3000 reservists and sent them to Europe. And I think the American people are largely in the dark as to why. Uh, what did he do? Yeah. So uh, people understand uh, the commitment to Europe uh, is 100,000 U.S. troops. Uh, 20,000 of that were added uh, after the Ukraine conflict. And the other thing, the much larger backdrop for this is uh, many of the American people don't know, and that's because, you know, the the government doesn't really talk about it, but the United States Army is at the, the smallest it's been since prior to World, uh, World War II. It's heading towards uh, 452,000. Uh, the United States Air Force is at a 40-year low uh, in people. The United States Navy whose requirement is to have 371 combat ships, actually has 298, and it's heading to 291. So those three services are all underwater in in terms of where they want to be. So what that means is the United States military is overextended. And what is happening in in Europe is to, to provide some relief for that overextension, uh, the president is is calling up some reservists. The last time we did this uh, was during the Trump administration. It, the initial commitment began in March of 2020 when we called up some reservists to deal with COVID-19, and it continued, you know, throughout the COVID uh, process with the with the administration. This is not unusual to do, but the larger issue is the fact that the United States military is overextended. So let me ask you, I was speaking with um, a friend of ours mutually, I believe, KT McFarland, who served the White House under multiple presidents uh, in the Pentagon and national security means. And she says that the equation of what is happening uh, with the push hard to get Ukraine to join NATO and uh, the way we continue to send supplies uh, to Ukraine, it looks as though we are getting ourselves into a, another what she calls forever war. Um, is that your feeling that this is a, a, a longer conflict than something that's going to be short term and that we're, we're kind of there for the long haul? Well, I, first of all, we're not directly involved in the conflict. And I think there's a huge distinction here to compare that to Iraq or to Afghanistan. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. And, um, and, and, the, and the other backdrop to that is, is that the number one adversary that NATO has been standing up against for the last 25 years is Russia. And Ukraine has destroyed half of Russia's overall combat capability in a year and a half of warfare. And it's cost us less than 3% of the defense budget to do that. I mean, that is quite an extraordinary down payment on American people's security and that of uh, Europe going forward. So I think sometimes we lose the strategic context of what is really happening here. And I really think this is a huge investment for us to see this thing through, to help the Ukrainians 
drive the Russians out of their territory. They would not be where they are today if it was not for the United States and NATO support for Certainly. them. That's for sure. But aren't we aren't we over overperforming in the support department? I mean, when does NATO step up and start doing more of its share? Well, NATO is doing much more, and it's underreported, and it's unfortunate people who are criticizing it just don't have the facts. There's five countries that provide, as a percentage of GDP, more support than the United States. And that's the, the best way to look at the support. What are you providing as a percentage of your wealth? And those are all Baltic and East European countries, not, not too surprising, because they all live under Soviet Union domination. And yeah. when you talk to them, they are all in on this, on this thing. Does Ukraine become a, a NATO it, member? It, it, say again? Does Ukraine become a NATO member? Well, I, I, yeah, certainly. It, there's never been an issue they becoming a NATO member while the conflict is going on. Uh, that also was something that was misunderstood and, and, and then misreported as a result of it. Ukraine has never asked for that. What they want is not to be treated like a uh, former Eastern European country that was under the Soviet Union. And after the Soviet Union collapsed, they wanted to join NATO, which was understandable. And they went through a very drawn-out process to do that. The Ukrainians want to have an accelerated timeline recognizing that they've been fighting NATO's number one adversary for 18 months and doing a, a more than remarkable job at that. And they deserve to avoid the bureaucratic process and get us in as quickly as possible something i think makes sense and and certainly uh, many of the eastern european countries you know certainly support that it was the united states and germany that were pushing back sure. on providing them an accelerated timeline let me shift gears real quickly because we've only got a couple of minutes left um gordon chang was on the show last week and he said that the latest economic reports out of china showing pretty dismal performance particularly in the middle class over the last uh, 12 months is really going to put internal pressure on Xi. Um, are we watching China carefully? Do we believe that he is capable of maybe starting a conflict to distract uh, the, the homestead from being too focused on the economy and, and gathering around a great cause like, you know, defeating the West? Well, first of all, I'm on a congressional commission that's looking at the, the national defense strategy and we have been focused on that. I'm also on the Secretary of Defense's Policy Board, so I deal with this issue uh, significantly. Um, the, the the reality is, yes, uh, we are watching China like a hawk across all functions, economic, uh, technological, ge geopolitical, and certainly military. Here's the primary issue for our audience to understand, is that militarily, we do not have the effective deterrence we would want to have in the Indo-Pacific region, something we did have against the Soviet Union during the Cold War. When you look at the United States military, we are by far the number one military power in the world. We have 384 bases in the United States all over the world. We can project military power across oceans. No other military can do that. But here's the catch. Kevin, when you get to within a 1,000 miles of China, China's military is superior to ours in terms of what they can do to us. They outnumber us in just about everything except submarines, and most everything they have is new. A lot of what we have is old. We have got to fix that problem. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're watching it. Uh, Gordon reports regularly that Xi is not just beefing up his military, but he's preparing his civilian population for a war footing as well. All of that sounds ominous, but I'm glad that we've got people that are watching it. General Jack Keen, I always appreciate your insights. Any any last thought for my people today? No, I, I think that China is a, a major threat to us. Um, and we have to stay engaged, certainly, and we have to push back. Appeasing China uh, is not going to work. Appeasing Iran is not going to work. And we found out that appeasing Russia did not work. Yep. And we have a war on our hands as a result of it. And there might be an axis power between those three starting to form. We'll have to wait and see. General Jack Keane, thank you for your time. Yeah, great talking to you, Kevin, and your audience. As always. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Stay here. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Made at PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours, and then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. 
Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive. That's bcboost.com, bcboost.com. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough on this Monday, as I told you, it's a busy one. And as I also told you, um, I, I am shocked. You know, I've known a lot of people in law enforcement across the years. I've known people in the FBI and the Secret Service and the CIA. I've known people in local police departments. I've known people in military police departments. I've never seen a situation uh, come down the way the Secret Service situation has at the White House in the last uh, week. And I thought I'd ask somebody who knows a little about a little bit about law enforcement, not just here, but also anti-terrorism uh, techniques and also someone who helped set up Secret Service like operations in other countries. His name is Commissioner Bernie Carrick, uh, was the commissioner of the NYPD on the day of 9-11. Commissioner, welcome back. It's been too long. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Kevin. Okay, for some reason, Commissioner, there's surveillance tapes and visitors logs and fingerprints, and no one can find out who brought a, a bag of cocaine into the most secure room in the world. Yeah, listen, uh, you know, I, I've talked about uh, this a, a little bit over the last few days, and my belief is that they haven't uh, identified who brought the cocaine into the White House because they don't want to. Um, I, I am, I'm, I'm starting to feel sorry, Kev, for, uh, for the Secret Service, for the FBI, especially the line agents that, you know, go out and put their lives on the line day, day in, day and night, uh, you know, for, for this country, yet they're hampered and handcuffed by administrators, executives, because they don't want information like this to leak out. Um, there's no way, there's absolutely no way the Secret Service uh, or the FBI would not be able to tell you who was in that room um, during certain times. Uh, it's impossible. You mean to tell me there was no DNA? You know, somebody went into the White House wearing gloves, um, held well, that Commissioner, if, bag. if the premise is true, what does that mean to the security of the president and the security of the first family and everybody else? That And this is to your point. These men take this job. These men and women take this job very seriously. There's a certain degree of pride in terms of, you know, you never want to be the guy that was on the crew. You know, if a president got shot or something like that, they they share war stories just like cops and, and uh, military people do. And can you imagine having to sit around the table and go, yeah, I was on the crew that had to tell the American people that we didn't know who brought the bag into the White House? Yeah, you know, Kev, I, I would say if, if somebody asked me uh, on any given day, What's one of the most professional federal agencies uh, in the country today? I would say Secret Service. Yeah. Uh, I would say the DEA. Um, don't tell me that they can't identify who put that bag, uh, who had that cocaine in the White House. Um, 
there's cameras in you know every part of the White House. And somebody somebody said the other day, well, there's there's blind spots. Yeah, there is blind spots. Uh, yeah, I don't care if the blind spot is <laughs> ten feet square. You're still going to be able to tell who walked into that area from another camera. And Commissioner, it's only a room or a couple of rooms or a set of rooms where only maybe 10 people have access to. I mean, you're talking about a very tiny, small group of people. Well, you know what, Kev? That's true. That's true. If we're not being lied to as to where the cocaine was actually found, they've had three different stories now as to where it was found. So depending on where that was, uh, and, and I think my guess is pretty correct that it was in the residential library, um, that consists of family members only unless it's an outside invite, and I promise you they would know who that was. Yep. No, even um, staffers. Uh, our own Sebastian Gorka was on the Trump staff, and he was allowed in that room one time in four years. One no, time. Exactly, and I guarantee the Secret Service knew he was in there. Yeah. All right. Real quickly, I want to shift gears because there's a new uh, PD commissioner on duty now. Uh, Tell us what you know about Mr. Caban and what you anticipate under his uh, term. Well, listen, I I know he's got uh, 30 years on the job. Uh, We also had, I understand, in the last hour, a couple hours or so, we have a new first deputy, uh, uh, Tanya Kinsella. Um, So you're going to have an entire new uh, top two figures in the police department. I wish them all the luck in the world. Um, But I I have to tell you, I don't care how good they are. I don't care how much time they have on the job. I don't care what kind of cops they were. They're only as good as the, the, you know, the, the, the help and assistance that they're going to get from the mayor and you're not getting the resources and the manpower and the training and, and all the things you need. Um, and a mayor that will fight for you, fight with the governor over bail reform, fight with the city council over defunding. Uh, if you don't have a mayor that's going to do that, they're not going to do as well as we hope. Yeah, no, I'm afraid that you're correct. Commissioner Bernie Carrick, always appreciate your time. Thank you for giving us some of your insights today. Kevin, thank you. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Made at PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets only in theaters july 4th for those of you that know we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with christian solidarity international this year it's our annual cause and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things and i want to say thank you to those of you that have already called 888-342-1010 Uh, We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. uh, And she grew up as a slave's uh, child. 
She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog, if you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk, so the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to check your portfolio. It's Money Monday, and that means we turn to the big brain over at HillaryKramer.com. She's the one that has all the insights on all the stuff that you need to know. And her staff and she watch this stuff like hawks. She knows it like the back of her hand. Hillary Kramer, welcome back. Oh, thank you, Kevin. It's wonderful to be here and uh, to hear your voice and to be on and be able to share some uh, good stock. I was just thinking of you this weekend because I saw a news story where Bob Iger was quoted. Bob Iger, of course, the head of Disney uh, on his second go around. And he says uh, to the press, he goes, you know what? This uh, this thing with DeSantis and the state, we don't we don't want to be part of culture wars anymore. We just don't want to have anything. To, we're just going to get out of the culture war game. We're just going to go back to doing what Disney does, which is family safe entertainment. Hillary, is that going to have a good impact on their stock price? Oh, it will, because there really has been um, those that have turned their head and their, their nose against Disney because of their being involved with, you know, culture and issues. My culture. It's not what they want to do. They want to entertain no. families, not not. Right, right. Exactly. I was in London uh, last week and I saw the Broadway show or the London Broadway show of, the, of Frozen. Yes. And um, and it told me that. Disney has a product, right? They have a product and it's phenomenal and it's a machine. You know, it's a money-making machine. Now, Bob Iger is very smart because, yes, yeah, stay out, stay out of the, 
stay out of politics. Yeah. Right. It's not what your company's built for. Right. Right. Just, just, just families and entertainment. And also Disney's always been famous for their employees and how well they manage employees and keep their employees, um, you know, basically the A team. Now the thing is though, Disney has said that, uh, Bob Iger, that he's going to have to look at selling off some TV assets. And uh, so that, that, that is going to be, you know, that's going to be actually interesting. And plus, you know, really Disney has struggled with, uh, with their streaming business and bringing on, uh, on uh, new subscribers. But uh, look, I told you, I'm always going to be frank. And at a hundred, I said, Disney was a bargain at 90. I said, Disney was a bargain. Disney is, $86 right now. Wow. Okay. So, and it's still an opportunity. And for those that bought it a hundred, you're still going to make money. But, uh, I mean, this is, this is pretty unbelievable to think that within the past year, Disney has been $125. I mean, it's a pretty stable stock. I mean, we're not, we're not talking Nvidia here. We're not talking, you know, uh, Blizzard, you know, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, which can we jump to that for a minute? Sure. I think Microsoft is a is a real buy. It always has been a buy. It's done great, but it's going to be even stronger. Let me just give everyone the background. Microsoft bought, but it had needed FTC approval. Activision Blizzard, the gaming company, the FTC, a young, a really 34 year old, I mean, really brilliant. Um, Lena Khan, who runs the FTC, said, no, this is going to stifle competition. There aren't going to be new gaming companies out there. And she took on Microsoft. And you have to admit, those of us who are online, we know that it's tough. Like once a company has your name and has your information, it's very hard, you know, for, for others to get in there. But, uh, Microsoft and their lawyers just completely decimated the FTC. Couldn't, the FTC couldn't even win on appeal. So now Microsoft has Activision Blizzard. And I think we're going to see Microsoft stock at $346. It's going to be a $400 stock by wow. year end. Wow. Because um, Activision Blizzard is a money machine. And it's going to make them serious money. And uh, so um, Microsoft, Mr. Softy, MSFT. Now, the good news is the management I have found um, has been they're they're ethical, they're honest, they're hardworking. I mean, of course, it's capitalism, but they're but in a way that's that's fair. Right. 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 You know, that's that's what they are. So so if anyone's looking for a good tech stock out there, you can't go wrong with Microsoft. Don't worry about it being being expensive. I have another stock that uh, I have never mentioned before, but uh, we've done as a group at Green Tech Research a lot of work on, and that's WEC Energy Group, um, you know, kind of a brand new one. It's a little under a 4% dividend yield, and the stock in the past year is down almost 11%, uh, and it's a utility. It's a utility based in Wisconsin that here's why I'm telling everyone this is something you want to buy, because they With this WEC, this Wisconsin utility has actually been able to turn sustainable energy into a money-making proposition. Wow. And uh, for those that want to just have a stock put away and see the, the actual stock price rise, you know, consistently and see the dividend yield um, maybe even raised, 
that you really want to you really want to own WEC Energy. They're doing basically what the old Florida Power and Light did, you know, which which has made their name and their money from uh, becoming, you know, going into non-regulated renewable energy. Very know, very cool. Yeah, these these uh, batteries are really able to hold a lot of energy. I mean, that a lot of electricity and energy that is uh, generated during hours when sun is at its peak or the wind is blowing. And uh, the technology has allowed that to be the case. It really has. Another stock that's, uh, that's moving that you and I have talked a lot about is Palantir. Uh, we know that uh, my... Uh, my head honcho who works uh, with me, uh, Scott Martin, has loved Palantir, PLTR, and it hit a 52-week high today at $17.36, but there's more coming. And this is a um, this is through AI, artificial intelligence, data mining, and uh, much of Palantir's problems have been that their their work with intelligence agencies. Uh, has meant that they that there couldn't be like transparency. Palantir could say, "Hey, we have a contract. Who is it with? We can't say. What's it about? We can't say." And it was to such an extreme that it really hurt the stock. Mm. Uh, so, and Peter Thiel, um, he is the chairman of uh, of Palantir. So PLTR, you know, as you know, we we really think that one day Palantir is going to be a fifty dollars stock. It's been as high as thirty dollars. But uh, but this is it. It's going to break through. And uh, now that everyone's tired of buying NVIDIA, which we got everyone into, everyone made nice money, but, uh, you know, it's overextended at this point. You know, it's $460. You know, it could go higher, but uh, there's a lot of downside risks to that one. And then uh, let me let me uh, recap what you've done because we're out of time, Hillary, but she's, she's mentioned Disney. She's mentioned Microsoft Palantir and WEC is kind of her uh, secret dark horse pick today. This Wisconsin energy company that is uh, setting the world on its ear with renewable, sustainable, profitable energy. Uh, WEC is that one. Final thought of the day. Don't go away. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I ran this by my doctor. I always run it by her, everything I take. And I told her I've been taking this for a while. Is this, is this okay to take? She goes, oh, this is wonderful for you to take. Keep taking it. She goes, I approved it. This is very good. So she said, yes, she said, this is one thing you can take that's very good. I'm not going to stop taking Balance of Nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call one 800 246 or go to balanceofnature.com. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Made at PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough so glad to have you with us uh, as we um, have the uh, final few minutes of kevin mccullough radio today you know, it was a rough weekend for mike pence uh three interesting things happened uh one he uh seemed to appear to say at one point that he didn't really wasn't that concerned about the condition of american cities not a good look if you're at a family summit <laughs> trying to uh, trying to convince the country that you should be the candidate for the Republicans. Uh, this hurts me because uh, I've always liked Mike Pence. I've had him on my show. I've I've talked to him uh, many times. I've, I've always thought he had a, a really good kind of handle on what his um, uh, policies and so forth were. And I don't I don't think that his policies have changed. I just think it was unfortunate for him to use a series of words that seemed to make him say something that I don't think he really believes. But then he also got into a very testy back and forth with uh, Tucker Carlson about religious liberty in Ukraine. And you have to understand uh, the the vice president very much believes that what we're doing in Ukraine, we need to continue to do and actually do more of. Banning religious liberty around the world. I'm confused. On this question, it's very clear that the Zelensky government has arrested priests for having views they disagree with. That's not consistent with religious liberty. It's an attack on it. And we're funding it. And I'm just wondering how is it? And I, I don't mean to be disrespectful at all. But I sincerely wonder how a Christian leader could support the arrest of Christians for having different views. Well, what, what what I can tell you is I asked a Christian leader in Kiev if that was in fact happening, and he assured me that it was not. People were not being persecuted for their religious beliefs. Now, he, he let, said me, no let, me, let me take a break here. I know we disagree on this strongly, but I I respect your right to your opinion on Ukraine, and I trust you'll respect mine. I, I can't let you elide over the question of the treatment of Christians. And I, I know. I, I heard and that. Would again. you be? Well, no, but hold on. Would you, not, you? Would you? Be willing? Don't accept my answer. I just told you that I asked the religious leader in Kiev if it was happening. You asked me if I were championing religious liberty. All right. So he said uh, he said, I gave you the question. Uh, I, I gave you the answer. You didn't like it, uh, but I gave you the answer. And maybe that's true. But I have to say from my contacts on the ground. Uh, what Tucker Carlson seemed to be saying there seemed to be more accurate than what Mike Pence is saying. And uh, this has been the frustration of my friends at the Christian Solidarity uh, International and and some other 
relief organizations that focus on religious liberties, because when you when you begin to mingle, co-mingle states interests with the interests of uh, persecuted uh, Christians, you come up with different stories sometimes. Now, it'll be interesting to see um, what a post-war Ukraine looks like, but they have suspended voting. Uh, for the time being, there are no elections. There, there's there's a very different kind of approach being taken, uh, and it's all because of quote the war, and they're having to take uh, these extreme measures because of the war. That's not totally unusual in countries during wartime, but it's not ideal. And I think that um, I, I don't think that an easy uh, word paper band aid solves it in a debate. I think there needs to be some real substantive. Uh, answer given there. And sadly, I don't think uh, former VP Pence did that. I respect Tucker. I respect uh, Mike Pence both. I, I respect both of them for what they have stood for in our country. Uh, but we need more clarity than that. So the third thing that he had that didn't go so well, uh, he said he didn't seem to be concerned about cities. He seemed to be wrong on the religious liberty issue, and he's only raised three and a half million dollars towards his campaign. He's not going to have enough to qualify probably for the first debate next month. But we'll see where it goes from here. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.